Cool. Can you see right. me? Am I crooked? The Brother Ben X show. We are now live uh, on the Brother Ben X show. Sorry for the delay. Uh, there was a major delay because something is wrong with my PC right now. Um, I do not know what's going on with the audio, but we're going to work on that later. So I pulled out the Mac. So thank God for the Mac that we just got. Um, and we are on right now with Sister Delisa Rose. Uh, give me one second, everybody. I'm making sure that I'm letting everybody know on Instagram that we are live. We're taking questions about real estate. We are with the top 1% in the country right now. So let's... Um, Get your questions together. I'm going to give you guys the number in the YouTube chat. So just give me one second. Yes. So as I'm uploading this to the Instagram, can you please give us a nice in, uh, introduction to who you are? Oh, put me on the spot. Put me on the spot. I'm here for that, I guess. This is Delisa Rose, uh, the ambassador of real estate, a.k.a. the Rose for Real, real estate that is. And um, it's my job just to let you know what's going on in real estate and educate you so that you can be comfortable and get some because i believe it's uh the key to freedom honestly so yes okay and i thank you for having me yes ma'am well let's talk about your pathway to your freedom um talk about a little bit about your background and how did you actually get involved with real estate okay thanks um i'm actually born and raised in east oakland it's very very mm, it's the hood. It's the bottom of the bottom, under the bottom. And basically, when I got older, I said, you know, I just, I just want a better life. I want a better life for myself, for my family, and everything else. So I came to Texas, got my real estate license, um, really because I wanted to get into investing and just wanted to be educated about real estate. So I went to real estate school and didn't know really that the sales portion, real estate school, there was a sales portion to it. And uh, became a real estate agent and the first uh, uh three months four months in real estate i did 119,000. i think i shared with you guys before and a couple months later did seventy-eight thousand, and it just changed my life um really it just changed my life it allowed me to do things for my family um my siblings it allowed me to move them out here for a good school um it helped me fund my sister's music career and it really just allowed me to it just changed my world, really changed my world. Uh, now, knowing that there are multiple ways for us to get into real estate, can you talk about the method or the methods that you particularly used first uh, when you started making the money in the beginning? You know, again, I got my real estate license, even though I wanted to be an investor and I didn't have to go that route. But because I got my real estate license in order to make my sales part, we had to sell homes and represent buyers and sellers. So I basically was working through commission and that was as an agent representing sellers, buyers and investors. A little bit later, we started investing in real estate. So I didn't have a lot of money, put a group of people together. Some had credit, some had cash. <laughs> and we basically bought ugly homes and those homes were $20,000, other ones were $40,000 and we renovated them and again really with no money um and so that's purchasing and then later we got into tax sales and that's another way and then wholesales that's another way and then flipping you know where you buy and renovate that's another way so there's a lot of different ways to make money in real estate 
Okay. Um, let's let's start off with the ways that you can earn or get into real estate with the no money down. Uh, what are those two ways? I know uh, we all are probably familiar with wholesaling. Is there any other way you can get in with no money down? Yeah. Um, on, when they say no money down, they really are referring to like purchasing a, purchasing your home. Um, and if you don't own your primary home, you definitely want to buy your primary home. You want to secure your foundation. I mean, that's the best and first thing you need to do. You can definitely get in with no money down. Um, they'll tell you that you need 3% down, 3.5% down, but there's gift programs that are available typically to the family that own, that earns under uh, 84,000 a year in most places. So yeah, that's, that's the easiest way. <laughs> um, oh, go ahead. Oh no. Yeah. I'm on the wholesale part. You want me to get into that? Yeah. On the wholesale. So for those of you guys who don't know what wholesaling is, wholesaling is truly like somebody who's finding an opportunity and then really just selling that opportunity. So in essence, a wholesaler finds somebody who wants to sell a home and they go on the contract. So maybe that person wants to sell the home for $100,000 and it's really worth 150. So they contract with that person who wants to sell it for $100,000. They know that it's worth 150, but then they sell the contract to the next person for $150,000. And this person gives them 150, they take 100, give it to this person, and they've made 50,000 in the middle with no money. So they basically just sold the contract. That's wholesaling. So let me ask you this, is, whole, is, is buying a home, the whole home buying process, is this something for people who are about to retire? Is this for somebody who is only, you know, you know up in age and they've been saving a lot of money? Who is buying a home for? Uh, anybody who is written. <laughs> anybody, anybody who's not, anybody who needs a shelter over your head and a, and a bed needs a home. Because no matter what, the one thing you need is a home. It, all your life, you need a home. So if you're staying with your family and your parents and they own the home, cool. But when the moment you get out, you need to buy wherever it is you stay. And you might say, hey, I'm not ready for a, a big old house. I don't want the maintenance. I don't want whatever the case is. Well, then buy a condo. You can buy a condo. You can buy a townhome. You can buy a tiny house. Whatever it is, own it. Because most of us, we go out and we buy the car. But what's, you buy the house. That's what you're going to need. And that's what helps you build the wealth. So, and there's some people that say, oh, I'm too old. What's too old? I mean, if they think that they're not going to have another 30 years to live. And the reality is all of us are going to go at one day, but buy a home and then leave it as an inheritance to your family. I mean, if your kids are in college, buy the condo. If not, because instead you're paying somebody's rent while they're in college, buy them a condo. Now, for those who don't know, when you keep saying this word condo, what does condo mean? Oh, okay. A condo, good question. Um, a condo is like an apartment, but you own that space, that unit. A townhome, you actually own the land and the build and the, the unit. And most people, you know, most people will be like, if I'm a buy, I want a house. I want a house. I don't want a house. No, own it. You know, even if it's just a condo, when you buy a condo, you have the utilities that are covered. Your electricity is usually covered. Your water is usually covered. 
you don't have the insurance um, that you would normally have. So it's it's a low maintenance opportunity to still own something. And when you decide that you want to move somewhere else, you can rent that out. But definitely buy own, you know. Mm. So. Okay. And for individuals who um are afraid we have someone who's in the comment section right now just said i need to buy my first home but i'm afraid of the mortgage payment what is your response to something like that it's it's i think that psychologically we've been made to just be um we've been we've been made to to doubt ourselves and doubt our abilities and we've been made to think that we're we've been treated like kids like we're not mature enough we're not capable um and you, you don't be afraid of the mortgage payment if you're afraid of the mortgage payment then you're afraid of rent because rent is more expensive than the mortgage payment so if you're going to don't be afraid of the mortgage don't be afraid of the mortgage so one thing is is that if you miss rent just say this if you miss rent, you can miss rent maybe once or twice and they're going to if you miss your mortgage payment, they have to go through a whole process, which could take six months to a whole year to foreclose. And then they give you options to still bring it current and work with. So if don't be afraid, don't be afraid. That's normal, but all your life, you're gonna have to pay for shelter over your kids. So you might as well pay to own a home because it's cheaper than it is to rent. And one thing that she has said uh, that awaken my eyes is that even when we are renting we're always still buying you're just buying for someone else so that part right there is uh very key like she said uh if you're afraid of mortgage it's almost the same as being afraid of rent because you're both you know you're still making a payment um at the end of the day um so when it comes to investing um those who want to get into investing, can you break down uh, becoming an investor? I'm, uh, is the is the only difference the fact that you don't get in with the owner? You know, the, is it called owner finance where you can get in zero percent in, or do you have to put twenty percent down just for the investment? Is that the only difference? What's the difference in the investing part? Okay, so um, something that's really broad because investing is just it's just broad, um, but even your primary home is investing. So I want, I just want people to know that. I mean, you're, you're building wealth, you're building equity. It's an investment. It doesn't have to be the dream home and all this other, no, it's an investment. It's, it's the one thing that's going to appreciate, but from the standpoint of just like general investments, not your primary home. Um, if you were to get a loan, um, a traditional loan, sometimes most people would say you need 10% or 20% down. But right now, there's other ways to invest. Again, you can invest in a property, anything that you want to buy and then sell and make money on or buy and hold and rent out is an investment. So you can, again, buy with tax sales. Um, you could buy with um, wholesales. You can even take over people's notes. There's a lot of people that are losing their property and people come in and say, hey, let me take, take over. Um, so there's a lot of ways to get into property with no money down but if you were basically saying i want to go buy an apartment complex or something where you really really needed a loan then you may be looking at 10 to 20 percent down unless it's a hard money loan gotcha so when you talk about even your primary being an investment 
and you gaining equity. What does equity exactly mean? Because uh, I've heard of, you know, business equity. People have probably heard of equity in the business. What do you mean when you speak of it in the home? So equity is um, pretty much the difference between what the property is worth and what you owe. So if the property is worth to it, it's, it's almost where it creates a little bit of your net worth. Um, consider it money in the savings account. If the property is worth 200, but you only owe 100, then you basically have $100,000 worth of equity. So it's, it's assets. So equity is, again, the difference between which, what the property is worth and what you owe. And with the equity, you could do things like get a secured line of credit where you can kind of tap in, you can sell it and make the hundred. You can, um, you can leverage your equity. They call it leveraging. You can leverage your equity in different ways. And that's basically like making that savings pot, that equity make money for you. Um, so. Can you, that one day we was speaking about uh, like even taking a loan out on your mortgage uh, mm -hmm. and how that being one of the options that we could use and it can be a benefit of you having your own home. Can you go into that as well as one of the benefits of, uh, you know, having that, having your own home? Yeah. I mean, it's having a home is like building savings. It's, and it's building, it's building wealth. A lot of, I think, um, 97% of all millionaires millionaires are gotten through real estate. So real estate helps you get rich, but, <laughs> but if you have a home, you have equity in your home, you can get a line of credit or take out money from the house. And if you wanted to pay for college tuition, if you wanted to open a business, if you wanted to pay off debt, if you wanted to take that money and buy other investment properties, you can. So every, every month that you stay in a home every year, your property should be appreciating. So even though you may have bought it at a hundred thousand next year, it might be worth, you know, 115, 120, 130, whatever the case is. You've seen places in California where they just doubled, you know? So you're building equity, you're, you're appreciating. So unlike a car that depreciates, a home appreciates. So it becomes more valuable than when you bought it. And as it gets more valuable, that money is just yours. You know, that, that access to money is yours. Mm. Mm -hmm. Someone said, what is the steps in buying a condo and how long will I need to wait to rent it out to others? Ah, okay. Um, if you wanted to buy it and rent. So a condo is the same as basically buying a home, but certain lenders will do condos and other lenders may not. But you would basically um, consult with the realtor, call a realtor. You would do an application for a loan. They tell you how much you can get approved for, how much you need down, if anything. The realtor is going to set you up and send you a list of all the properties that are available, all the condos. You pick one. And then they submit an offer for you to buy it. You get an inspection and negotiate the repairs. And then you turn around and continue to work with the lender, proving your income, proving your assets, proving that you, your ID and your social security number are accurate. And then they move to closing. So it's really simple. It's, it's almost like going in and buying a car. It's just a little bit more emotional. You go in and buy a car, you do your application, you pick the car, you wait for them until you got it. Um, so that's, that's that. I don't know if the, did the screen freeze up for the next? No, you're oh, good. There you go. 
Yeah, I would just. Uh, like, <laughs> I think part question. Did you say how long does it take? Yeah, they. Say, um, how long will I need to wait to rent it out to others? Um, if you if you're purchasing it as an investment, you could rent it out day one. But if you tell, if you're purchasing it as a primary, that means you're basically telling the lender, hey, hey I'm going to get this money, but I'm going to move into this house. And if you tell the lender that you're going to move into the house, then you need to move into the house. Um, you know, basically, you need to have the intent to move in there. If you move in and then you get relocated to Florida the next day, then you can rent it out the next day. But if not, you, you should probably stay there. I'd probably stay for at least three months. <laughs> Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com, www.whatisabstribe.com. Okay. Um, someone asked, what exactly do you get as a first time home buyer? But I, I told them to clarify. So uh, with you being a, a, a realtor and an agent, um, you know, a lot of these different things that we have to go through as far as, you know, closing and inspections and things of this nature, it could be a bit much if you don't know anything about buying a home. So what does the realtor do in this situation to make things more easy? Why should somebody, why should someone do this with the realtor? Not sure. Well, you never want to buy a home. Good question. Realtors, you don't pay the realtor. The buyer typically does not pay the realtor. So it's almost like a free service to you and they help protect your assets and protect your money. So you wouldn't want to ever go to court without an attorney, but especially if you don't have to pay for them and you would not want to buy a home without a realtor because you don't have to pay for them. So you, you definitely don't get a realtor, get a realtor, get a realtor. Um, but the realtor is going to educate you on the market. They're going to negotiate the contract for you. They're going to let you know when um, the, the lender is charging too much or not charging too much or what rates are good. They're going to protect your money there. They um, are also going to negotiate the inspection and the repairs. Um, they're going to keep you calm through the process. Real talk, because a, Buying a home is the biggest thing that you will do most times, the biggest purchase that you may make. And if you're not experienced with brokering $100,000, $200,000, $300,000, then you don't want to play with that money by yourself without an expert. This is not somebody just opening a door. This is somebody helping you make a decision, a financial decision about a major purchase for you and your family. So realtors are not door openers. We're licensed, you know, licensed agents that are transacted to represent a financial, a, fin a financial transaction. 
you know, so just think of it that way. But we basically represent the buyer and we protect the buyer. And let me tell you one thing. A lot of times people think they are going to buy a new home and they've already found the home and they don't need an agent. And that is the one time where you definitely do not want to buy a brand new home with a new builder without an agent. You're walking into the dense nest um, without protection. So I hope that helps. Okay. So basically what mm -hmm. they're saying is what exactly do you get as a first time home buyer? Meaning like, uh, is there some sort of incentive for being a first time home buyer? Maybe you, you can kind of clarify, you know, understand that question. Um, sometimes there is, but not really. Um, the IRS had a, um, they were promoting home ownership, home purchasing, and they basically gave a tax incentive. Um, at one point it was up to $8,000 if you purchased a new home for first time buyers. Um, however, FHA is also known as a first time buyer loan, but it's really not a first time buyer loan. It's for everybody. Um, so I, there, there aren't really, I think it's, it's more of a teaser or tagline or attraction phrase to say first time buyer, but anything that's available to first time buyers are available to regular buyers as well. So, but the one thing that we did have a couple of years ago and that did expire was the first time buyer um, uh, tax incentive. So, okay. Uh, well, while they're coming up with questions, I want to go over two more things. I want to go over the point where, uh, when you was breaking down development, uh, where somebody mm -hmm. can actually draw out the development and then necking or whatever the word is, I think it's called development. And then you pretty much would take this almost like a home community business plan and give it to investors. And then they can be the ones who actually fund and buy the homes. Uh, because many people on my page and just all over the black community want to build our own community. And I think when you were sharing that with me, that was a powerful thing to yeah. say, because I didn't know it because in my mind, when we think about a community, I was thinking, well, I gotta, we gotta pay for everything. We gotta pay for every single house. We got to pay for every single piece of land. And you was like, well, that's not necessarily the case. So can you break that down? Yeah, they, um, well, with development, develop, and there's so many, there's so many different pieces of real estate. And it's like, I want to just say it all, but I'm like, okay, okay. Go all the way in. We got time. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't want to confuse anybody or overwhelm anybody. But um, say in Dallas alone, we have over 20,000 vacant lots. Most hoods and in inner cities have homes that have been dilapidated, um, condemned, um, torn down and people come in and say, I'm going to renew this area. And that's development. They say, I'm going to build on this vacant lot. That's development. And then some people say, I'm going to buy a lot of land and build a lot of homes. That's development. So it doesn't have to be a huge, you know, 80 acre track or 200 acre track or anything like that. Development can be going into the neighborhood, finding that home that's all boarded up and deciding that you want to help sell it, help renovate it, you know, help bring that community back to life. But that's just one area. So, OK, push over there. But we were talking about having a vision or a land. If you have um, people go on the contract and say, I want to purchase this, this parcel, but I really am not going to purchase it, but I want to tie down this piece of land. So they tie it down with the contract. 
And then they can create a plan and say, I want to do all these homes, like a plat, and this is what it's going to look like. And then they can take that land with the design <laughs> of a plat and sell that to um, another person or even builders. Think of it like this. You have people that are selling dirt with the idea that they're going to put a new home on it. So people buy new homes for hundreds of thousands of dollars when all there is is the dirt. Hmm. But somebody has a floor plan and a piece of dirt and says, I'm going to put this floor plan on this dirt. Will you buy it? And you buy it. Well, same with development. <clears throat> Excuse me. They have the dirt and they have this plat of what the idea looks like. And they say, hey, you could put this, this housing complex on this piece of dirt buy it. You could put this um, assisted living facility on this piece of dirt, buy it. You could put this school on this piece of dirt, buy it. Or you could put this house on this piece of dirt, buy it. So they make money just because of the idea and they've then developed it. And they, in order, called development. And in order to do that, to offer the, uh, you know, just the capability to, or the opportunity to put the house on the dirt, they have to own the land? No, not really, um, because once you contract, you have equitable title. So that's like wholesaling. When a, when a wholesaler contracts with a piece of property, somebody could come behind them and offer a million dollars for the same piece of property, but because it's in contract, that seller can't sell it to anybody else but this person. But that person can decide, hey, I'm going to sell it to somebody else. But once a, once a property is in contract, the seller has to deal with that buyer. So if you're a buyer, you can tie up the property and really just write a contract on it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, is it a good idea to get a loan to buy an apartment complex? Um, yes. <laughs> um, it's the, it's, it's always okay to borrow money if it's going to make you money and they call it the return on investment. It's always good to pay money if the return on the investment, you know, um, trumps your investment. So in essence, if you're going to borrow money to buy an apartment complex and your loan is $3,000 a month, but you're going to make $8,000 a month, then yes, you know, it's definitely, you know, worth it. That's 96,000 a year. You know, so you pay 36 and you make 96. Is that worth it? So a lot of people talk about um, not borrowing, but how long will it take you to save up all that money to pay cash? Mm. You know, and you could be buying, flipping, buying, making over the time that you're trying to save money. And just, just to add this, a lot of people say, I'm going to wait to buy. Think of it this way. Most properties have appreciated. So the longer you wait, the more you're going to end up paying. So you could think back, no matter what hood you're in, what town you're in, and probably a couple of years ago, homes were, I remember when that house was a dollar, right? I remember when shoes used to cost this, when food used to cost this, when cars used to cost this, and now they cost so much more. So the longer you wait, the more you'll be spending for the same property. So if you could buy now, buy now. 
and there's no reason why you shouldn't try. Um, because if you wait next year, you could be paying 10, 20, 30% more than you would have if you bought now. Remember like everybody, everybody got those grandma stories, like, you know, oh, she bought this for $40,000. I remember when it was $10,000 and everything else. And now that same thing is $100,000. Well, it's going to be like that where, you know, <laughs> eventually it's going to be so much. So you might well buy now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's kind of like that with the groceries today. You know, a grocery used to be, you know, you go to the grocery store with $10 and get a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, somebody said, uh, right. Somebody said, I'm tired of sitting on my good credit. I want to do things with it. So I asked him, what is your credit score? He said a 744. So can you give them uh, a rundown on what they could do with this 744 credit score? What could be done? Anything you want to do, <laughs> anything you want to do. Most people, most people don't even have a 600. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know how they, well, I do know how they waited and everything else, but um, most people think that they need a 740 or 800 and all of that. And you really, really don't. If you have a, a 600, 620, you need to be buying a house. If you have a 640, you're dang golden. Um, if you're buying a million dollar house, you may then need a 680, but what can you do with it? You can buy property. You can buy property. You can call us today, do an application. Doesn't matter what city, state, or country you're in, um, and and buy property, buy real estate. Mm -hmm. There you have it, family. So if y'all got that credit score up, at the end of this uh, interview, y'all gonna find out who to contact, where to contact, where to text, etc. Uh, someone said, "Do you need a credit score?" Uh, I mean, uh, I guess they're assuming uh, or saying a high credit score. Do you need a good credit score to invest slash buy property? Okay. Um, no, you don't. So let's talk about people without any credit, even with a 450 or 500. They have hard money lenders that will lend based on the property. And chances are, if you're an investor, you want to buy a great deal. So if you find a great deal, we have hard money sources that can give you money to purchase it. So here's how that works. And they no credit because they lend on the property. And if you don't pay, they're going to take the property and they make, a, you know, they make money. So they're not worried about your credit. Okay. But with the hard money loan, um, no, no application, no credit check. <laughs> um, but if the house is worth say a hundred thousand after it's repaired, that's the ARV after repair value. So just say 100,000, I'm just saying this for the sake of zeros, right? But they may lend you 70%. So they may lend you $70,000, okay, to buy that property that, that'll be worth $100,000. So the good part is, is that if you find a property that's making up numbers, $50,000, and after you repair it, it's gonna be worth $100,000, and it just needs about $20,000 worth of work, right? Then you can actually get a loan for 70, pay the seller 50 and use that 20 to renovate it. And then when you sell it, you can make your 30 minus selling costs. There y'all have it family. There y'all have it. Now let's get into the nitty gritty because I wanted to initially start off with this, but, um, you know, I want to let you guys get your questions out first. Now, let me set the premise here. 
many of us always talk about group economics. Many of us are, uh, you know, usually talking about pooling our resources. And we know that's what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught in Message to the Black Man. We've heard many of our great black leaders and leaders just, et cetera, uh, talk about pooling our resources. And I think uh, a great way to do this with the land and or real estate buying a home is through tax liens. My mom uh, has been working in mortgage. Uh, working for mortgage companies for a long time and she's always told me about tax liens and how if somebody don't pay their taxes you know you can go in and pay those taxes and get the home well sister delisa invited me out uh, a couple tuesdays ago and i actually saw how it went saw how it goes now i'm pretty sure it may not be the exact same in every single city but i want her to explain tax liens what it is and how you can go in and do that. And then I also want you to speak on the group economics part because I witnessed, you know, our Mexican brothers and sisters coming in as a group and they was able to go in and get a lot of these homes to get in on this land. And then as I was, you know, as we Googled what it would be, what it'd be worth after they bought it, I'm talking about some, some crazy numbers. And I want you to give examples of that as well. Some numbers that you have saw make great big profits. So just go in as long as you want to on that. Yeah, no, so so um so thanks for coming out too. I, I, I so enjoyed and the family was there, the family is beautiful. Um foreclosures. Foreclosures are basically when somebody's losing their property because they didn't pay. You know, whether they didn't pay the mortgage, they didn't pay the taxes, or they didn't pay the HOA dues, homeowners association dues. Um, they're basically losing because they didn't pay it down. Most people are really big on the foreclosures being the REO. Um, the ones that are owned by the bank. Well, those have large balances and they usually sell for large amounts. But people also lose their properties because they didn't pay taxes. It's crazy. But they do lose them over $500, over $1,000, over $20,000. So they will lose their entire property because they didn't pay the taxes. And I mean, it may not, it, it may sound ridiculous, but if somebody told you you need to come up with $2,000 today, you may not have it, you know? And the reality is, is a lot of people don't have it. So they will lose their properties and, and one man's loss could be another person's gain. Well, every city um, basically collects taxes, every county collects taxes. And when they don't pay, they get foreclosed on. So in Texas, the one that you went to, all of our foreclosures are the first Tuesday of every month. Every, every property in the state that's doing a foreclosure is likely the first Tuesday of the month. We call it Big Texas Tuesday, where in other states, you know, or counties, they'll have their own foreclosure date. So you just want to look that up. One site to go to for Texas, Detroit, or Michigan, a couple of other places is publicans.com. And publicans.com will show you different properties that are up for foreclosure. But you go in, um, some states may require that you register. Um, or not states, but counties require that you register and others don't, you can just show up. Um, so you show up, you have to have cash or cashier's check or money order. So basically certified funds. So if you know that you're planning on spending or you may spend up to 2000 or 3000 or 20000 or 40000 whatever it is, you want to bring that in a certified funds. Um, and they tell you what properties are available and you basically bid. It doesn't go too, too fast. But you, you basically bid on the properties and you pay for them. What you saw and experienced was basically a group of people coming together. And you said families. And that's the one thing. We need to connect as a people and figure out how we're supposed to help each other and how we can help each other. You know, if you have five friends 
and everybody has $3,000, that's $15,000. You know, if you have five friends with $5,000, that's $25,000. Get together and go and decide that you're going to put your money someplace and uh, look. Did I answer your question? Yes you, yes, you did. And can you give us an example of one so they can see the numbers so they can get inspired by these numbers? Like just give an example of what you've seen before if somebody bought a home for this amount, but it was worth this amount. And you even said that it can be sold the same day. Yeah. So one of the best ones that I think or the cheapest ones that we bought because best is relative, but the cheapest ones was we got a half a half acre for three hundred forty six dollars. Um, another one that we purchased right before a tax sale was we purchased one for ten thousand and it was worth forty four thousand. Mm. And we sold it within thirty days. And the crazy part about it is it only cost us one hundred and twenty, one hundred twenty one dollars. So, yeah. <laughs> so we agreed to pay ten. We gave them basically one hundred and twenty one up front. It cost us under 21 to rekey the door and do something else. And then it was um, almost like a wholesale because we got 44 from somebody else and we took 10 and paid them, if that makes sense. So um, that's another one. So uh, there was a 300 and- One second. Now you said it was almost like wholesale. So you, did you already get the 44 from somebody else before you went there or you, okay, okay, I got you. Um, well, you do it all at closing. So all the money comes together at closing so that everybody is protected. You always want to go through a title company. So nobody has to give you money and trust that you're going to give it back. It's done through an attorney's office. And that's one thing that a realtor will make sure of for you. So, um, Dave, let me, let me, Oh, okay. Let me make it. So for example, if, um, you have a property and I'm saying, Hey brother, Ben X, I'm going to buy this property from you. And I'm going to pay you today is uh, June 15th, July, what is today? July 16th. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to pay you August 16th. Right. So we go in a contract and I agree to pay you August 16th. Well, between now and August 16th, I'm going to sell it. So on, um, you know, another buyer comes in and I say, Hey, Mr. Buyer, let's close August 16th. <laughs> so that buyer pays brings 44,000 to the title company and 10 of that then goes to you in yeah. this case, the seller. And that mm -hmm. website uh, they're asking is called, is it publicans.com? One of them, um, it's publicans.com. Publican was a tax collector in the Bible. Um, so publicans, P-U-B as in boy, L-I-C-A-N-S publicans.com and that will help you with a couple of different states but one thing that you can see on there you go in and press up tax sales right and then just observe it but in texas you'll see the adjudged value um appraised value and then the minimum bid so let me say this again the minimum bid is where they're going to start at and then the appraised value is what they think it's assessed for so you can kind of see the spread in between the two numbers got you and it's uh so 
that's all I want to cover today, family. You got a, a lot of tools. You got a lot of information about real estate. And please go check out her Instagram where she's posting a lot of information as well over there. Ask Delisa Rose on Instagram. That's Instagram, Ask Delisa Rose. Let's say somebody in here, they have, they have a great credit score or they have a decent credit score. And they said, man, I'm inspired by this interview and I'm ready to start my home buying process. What do you want them to do to get in contact with you? Definitely. And um, thanks for asking. They can send a text. They can text the message Rose, R-O-S-E. Text the message Rose, R-O-S-E, to what's that number? 3847. 38470. And um, it'll send you a link. Please complete the link and uh, we'll be in touch. And let me just say this. They don't have to have a good credit score, great, great, great credit score. If you have a 620 or above, you're ready. Mm. And, I, and even if you have a 600 or 580 or 590, there's just sometimes just a little thing you can do and we can help you get, do it to get you to the credit score that you need to be. And just in full transparency, there are people you could do a, a get a house with a 500 score and a 510, but that would make it more challenging. You know what I mean? So even though it can be done, let's try to get you to where you don't have any, any issues, any, any red tape. So if you have a 620 or above, you're ready. You're ready. But if you have a 580, you know, or higher, there's things that we can do to get you to that 620. So don't be afraid to call us. And definitely make sure that they mention your name. Remember, we're giving away $219,000. Brother Ben X is helping me give away this $219,000. And um, so please mention, mention where it came from. Yes, guys. So when y'all go, man, just mention, man, Brother Ben X sent me, man. I saw it from the YouTube interview. And make sure y'all send this to y'all friends and family. Now, don't be selfish. Now, we don't teach that on the page to be selfish. So make sure you send it to all your friends who've been renting all their lives. Send it to your parents. Send it to your aunties, man, who just didn't have the knowledge of, hey, I could actually be in the home. So let's thank our sister, Delisa Rose for coming on. Make sure you please go follow her Instagram, follow her on Facebook, and text Rose to 38470. That's 38470 if you are ready to start your home buying process. So with that being said, thank you, Sister Delisa. I will see you soon, and sorry for the delay tonight. <laughs> You're fine. Thank you, guys, and thank you guys for watching. I appreciate it. All right. Peace. Bye. All right, family. There you have it, man. Uh, great, 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 great content right here. Uh, as y'all can see, man, I, I, she, she mentioned a great plan. A lot of us talk about group economics. A lot of us talk about pooling our resources. So pooling our resources to do what? See? Uniting to do what? See? For those of y'all who have vision, those of y'all who got the youth who playing Minecraft, and they like to design things. So when she's thinking about you can design something, and then we can go sell the vision to somebody else and buy the home, you got to start thinking about that. Those of us who got, I got 2000 you got 2000 you got 2000 we'll come in 10 digits. And we may get something for 40000 that may give us, that may be able to sell 420000 We got to start strategizing that. Some of y'all who may have new credit scores, and above, and you just been renting because you didn't know the process. Now you got the process. Now you got the system. We can now take you step by step and walk you through. Text Rose to 38470.
And when y'all go, let them know that Brother Ben X sent you now. There's no excuses now. He told you there's ways you can get in without having to expect. He told you you can begin to become an investor and get into equity without what? Without being able to put down 10%, 20%. You can go in as the owner. All you got to do is make sure that's going to be your primary home. You can stay there for about one month, two months, three months. You may stay six months. But the fact is you have to have the intent to stay in that home. But then you can move out. And once you move out, you can have somebody else renting the home. And you start your project. But come on, family. We ain't got no excuses. We have to have some land of our own. It's called real estate for a reason because it's real. If it's seven million people looking at that's something that the white man or the enemy can't, can't print off. The old president can't print that off. You can't go to the Federal Reserve and print off land. They can print off land. Print off land. Print off land. It makes the dollar go down. But because land can't be printed off like that, he said, listen, So let's get into it. We ain't got no excuses now. We got the game. Follow her on IG. If you got any extra questions, follow her on IG. Uh, DM her on IG. Let her know that Brother Ben X sent you. Go back and look at this video. I'm pretty sure we didn't, we didn't, we didn't get everything out of this interview by listening to it the first time. If you listen to something, you may hear something. And when you hear something important or that catches your mind, your mind says, your mind goes off and drifts off and starts thinking about ideas. But we kept going. You gotta go back and listen to what we were saying while you were thinking about what you could do with that for that. I want you to go back and listen to this interview. Oh man, somebody said the mic is messed up. Damn. Wow. Y'all can hear me? Can y'all hear me now? <laughs> man, that's crazy. I was going in here, man. That's crazy, man. <laughs> man, that's crazy. All right, family, I'm out.